There's no way you have more than like 100 viewers, so. <laughs> and joke's on you, I have 194. Oh. Get fucked, kid. L, 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 L. Okay. Well, William, another TI with Team Liquid. Yes, sir. Not quite as successful as last year, but the year was way more successful than last year. So how, how do you actually feel about that? Like, are you happier this year than last year? Um, I don't know. After TI ended, well, I was really sad when TI ended this time around. Like, genuinely really sad. Then, uh, I don't know. It just kind of ended. Like, I got, <laughs> I got super drunk. Like, beyond drunk. Um, I just, yeah, I you, got you and Sheep fucking... both, apparently. Sheep also got crazy well, drunk. as soon as we lost, I got, I went to the, uh, we didn't have alcohol in our booth, so I went to the Shopify booth, and uh, Whiff, uh, who actually works at Team Liquid, um, and she's married to TLO, was like, you want to get hammered? We have alcohol. I was like, sure. Uh, so I had like four beers, maybe like, I think like five things of, what is that thing? Like uh, hard lemonade, and then I had two shots, mm. all within about... I want to say like maybe 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes. And then I had to meet the Shopify guy and his kids. And keep in mind, I had done this all in like one guy, one go. And his name's Toby. And he, he was very nice. His kids come up to me first and everyone's like looking at me and they were just asking me Dota questions. They were really sweet. And I was like, okay, be sober for like 10 seconds, you know, just fucking be sober. So I just, I answered their questions. They were asking me if there's any hero in Dota that stole agility because they said Silencer steals, like, you know, uh, intelligence. Until yeah, yeah. the punch gets like strength and so does Undying. They were like, is there any hero that does agi? I was like, oh, that's a pretty smart question. And they were like, his kids were like 10 or something. I think one kid was like 12, one kid was like 8. But they were mm. really sweet. And um, yeah, so I'm trying to like not. Uh, I was trying not to be like too drunk. So then he talks to me and I can smell the alcohol on me and me and Toby are chatting. I can't remember about what. Then I leave the booth. I, you know, I extract myself from that situation. Then I go and meet some random fans. Uh, A guy named Andrew. uh, I can't remember. uh, Andrew, Ricardo, Kevin, Aaron, Ann. Those are the people that I met. And they gave me a bunch of water. I can't believe Uh, you remember all those names. Yeah, they they offered me a bunch of vodka and beer, so then I I drank more, and then I just I was just hanging out in this random fans booth, and then my sister and Alyssa came and found me, and then I then went to our booth where I proceeded to drink more, and I met Grace's mm. friends, my sisters, and I'm I'm just hammered the entire day. I'm like, I meet uh, what is it called? I meet Zai, and I keep I keep hugging him. And he's hugging me back too. And then I was just drunk. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah. Then we get back to the hotel where I kept telling everyone, like, believe in the Lord. And I kept saying, like, <laughs> Christ is like, he walks with us, you know, like <laughs> two footprints in the sand. Then yeah, of course, uh, of Chloe gets me a bunch of wing stop and I get absolutely fucking blasted. Um, and yeah, I'm just. I and then I went to sleep at like eleven thirty, and then I woke up and I was fine. I was absolutely fine. 
No hangover, nothing. No hangover, nothing. So then Damn. I went back to the venue and then I proceeded to do it all over again. Did you wait? Do you guys get eliminated uh, on the first day of the the final weekend, or did no, you get eliminated the before the, the final week? Oh, the second day. Okay. The second okay. day of the final weekend. I don't know. Like I thought we were okay. I was surprised we did so well in groups. If I'm honest, because going into the event, we were scrimming, bet boom and Shopify, and we were just getting our asses handed to us. Yeah, like yeah, every remember... fucking. <laughs> it was depressing. I remember, like, I remember going to the facility, and things did not seem to be going well. In fact, the first thing that Joey tells me when I go to the facility with you guys is like. Yeah, they're scrimming a bunch of NA teams right now, and it is not going well. <laughs> yeah, we were getting I was like, oh, no. Stars was beating our ass. Like we really were getting our asses beat by everyone. Holy shit, it was bad. Oof. Like Keith Stars, Shopify, uh, Bed Boom. I mean, they were just smoking our fucking asses, like left, right, and center. Um, so then we went into the event having lost our last like eight scrims, and then it was just bad. Like some of the Shopify games were just embarrassing. I thought, um, so then we go into the event, we're like, okay, let's just find out how it goes. And honestly, it went okay. Like, we lost to number one and number two. Realistically, I don't think we were going to lose to Azure Ray or LGD. Maybe that's Cope. Maybe it's not. Mm. Um, So I thought we were the third best team, but, you know, you get bracket lucked. But you can't really call it bracket luck because, like, we were the type of team that wanted to win. So anything short of that was kind of pointless anyways. Sure, so don't you have some quote about like whatever. when you had to face up against Team Spirit in the, the upper bracket? Like, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best, right? Exactly. Like, in my mind, so. it, it's some loser-ass mentality. I, I will say, just for... Somebody came up to me twice at... in. So we've won groups a few times this year. And we've come up... Some, some teams, other teams, have come up to us to ask them not... Ask us not to choose them. And I think that's some, like, loser-ass shit. Yeah. Like, the first time, actually, we listen. And the second time, we're like, fuck that shit. Like, it's time, like, if you think you're good, you know, why should you just want to come to this event and get, like, the prize pool's not that good, so you might as well just fucking win. You know, like, so in my mind... Yeah, getting was, one extra round is not that big of a difference at this TI, right? Yeah. Compared to many I others. mean, the main thing was just losing our rooms. That would have kind of sucked. But, oh, yeah. like, yeah, I just, I, I had, if a team comes up to me next year and says like don't choose us like i'm i feel like out of principle i have to choose your asses because that's some weak ass shit like i don't know i i feel like you shouldn't be worried about who you have to play next you should just be worried about playing well yeah. and if you don't if you're not playing well then you're gonna get exposed at some point anyways so why does any of that matter in my mind like that shit's that shit's weak so you know being afraid of drawing spirit and gladiators whatever i mean we should have beat both teams we had like 5k lead in game three against spirit was gonna win game two against gladiators but unfortunately we didn't so that's life yeah you guys were actually uh one of the only teams to actually uh put up a fight against team spirit in the end because uh team spirit i mean they dominated that fucking event man yeah they, they, were they lost two games the entire event they lost a Virtus pro and they lost to you guys. Yeah, I mean they were they were a good team for sure. Like, um, feel like they had good ideas. They were smart. They played fast. 
Like they were they were a pretty ideal team. I can't really say shit about it. Like they were good. I felt like we were close. I don't feel as though we were very far from either side, but yeah. We were pretty close. You wanna know something funny about this event? Zai mm-hmm. kept calling it prison and he kept saying like, William, if you know, if we lose early I get out on good behavior. So we just kept <laughs> memeing that. We kept saying like he's in prison, but you know, his sentence is over soon. And then when we lost the spirit, we said uh, when we lost the gladiators, we said his thing got commuted, mm, you know. Mm. And then like he just got out, you know, pardoned. He got pardoned. <laughs> he just got out. Wait, uh, okay, like th- this is now uh, two years in a row where you have a a player who has. I mean, Zai didn't definitively say he's retired. He did keep it a little open ended. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that game three was a pretty rough one for him to go out on, considering his extremely illustrious career. Uh, uh-huh. Unfortunately, that performance being his last performance is a, a bit sad. But yeah. uh, this is two years in a row now where you've gone into TI knowing that one of your players is going to retire afterwards. Uh-huh. Uh, why do all your players hate you? I mean, I keep getting people at the like tail end. It's yeah. like, I mean, but they're also my... I think Matu... And Zyre, like, two of my closest friends in real life, not just in Dota. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really cool that they also happen to be good. You know, so then I feel as though I just get freebies. You know, I get I get an opportunity to work with people I, I genuinely love and care about. Um, and yeah, just, I mean, it sucks because when, when Matu joined, he told us up front it was, it was a year. Yeah. And when Zai joined, he told me he wasn't sure how much he had left, but he would just kind of keep me in the loop. And then so after, I think, Lima, he kind of let me know that this was probably it. Mm. He was like, I'm not really enjoying it that much. Um, he told me that last year, if we didn't make it into TI in the first place, he was probably done. Then obviously we had like the miracle run, so then yeah. he felt kind of obliged to stay. But now it was kind of done, done. Like, regardless of how we did or how things went, he was out. Um, so I'd known for about a couple months that uh, that it was all over, like it was coming up pretty soon. Does that uh, how does that like change your guys' mentality? Like, were you like I remember last year, you guys were like, "Do it for Matu, do it for Matu," sort of thing. Was it the same thing for Zai this year? Um, not as much, because Zai was much more low key about it, just as sure. he is in general. Like he was kind of just like, "It is what it is." Um, and he didn't really place a big amount on it. You know what it felt like? It felt like the difference between when Kobe retired and when Tim Duncan retired. Because Kobe had like a big announcement. They did like everyone wanted a jersey swap him, you know. And when Tim Duncan retired, he was just out. Like you know, he's just like I'm done. And then he left. And that's kind of how Zai said he wanted it. Because Monty was very public about the fact that he was done, right? Yes. Whereas yeah. Zai asked me to keep it as private as possible. Which kind of hurt us, actually, but it is what it is. Do you, you want to elaborate on that? or? Yeah, because with Matu, it was very clear since he was going to retire, I could just reach out to players. But right. I knew that as soon as I reached out to anybody, like, uh, it would get, it's going to get leaked, yeah, right? It gets leaked that Zai is going to retire, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, it's, it's hard to actually. So that means you only had a limited amount of time. For because you knew you had to start hunting for a new player, but yeah, 
you couldn't do it until I don't even know when it was like kind of sort of public. It wasn't um, until what you guys were eliminated. I, I can't remember when I it was more known publicly. I think it was actually it was on the interview, right? Yeah, it was the interview. Yeah. I mean, a lot of pros knew because uh, that's just how it goes. Uh, I mean, we told a few too many people, as in like maybe with two months left to go, we had to um, we had to what you call it uh, start asking people. Obviously, right. So. That's uh, that's kind of what the the next step was, and then I don't blame anybody, but I assume as soon as we tell anyone, they're gonna tell somebody, and then their friends are gonna tell somebody. You know, they're gonna say like keep it a secret, but you know how things go in Dota. Somebody sure. tells Bulba, and then it's just got is just done. <laughs> as soon as it makes its way to Bulba, I mean, it it was kept a secret. I I did not see anybody talking about it up until the the interview. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the pro community did a solid one for once. Yeah. So yeah, just yeah, yeah. everybody fucking leaking it, which was, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's kind of like, come on, guys, you know, be be homies. <sighs> yeah. I mean, sides are pretty well respected players, so yeah. that probably just, uh, played into it. It's just kind of annoying when. Okay, so I I guess I don't really know how to phrase this, but in traditional sports, shit gets leaked all the time. And it doesn't matter, actually, because the product is really important and the sponsors and all that don't really care. And it's part of the culture. Whereas in Dota, it's one of our few opportunities to do something like cool for our fans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like one of the few times where you have a very easy media obligation from all sides involved. And so it's it's quite a big like deal for teams to be able to kind of announce things on their own terms. Um, and I try to get it done. I think most people should know by now, like, as fast as possible. Like, literally, as soon as pen is put to, or ink is, you know, pen to paper, we're uh, we're announcing, like, within two days after that. But you can't really just announce somebody without, you know, having to sign them. I mean, Nisha, last year, for example, his contract took forever, which is why it took so long for us I to announce him. That. Yeah. Otherwise, ideally, we would have just announced it, like, a week after TI. And I, I want, like, our fans... Uh, to just, I don't know, see that and not have to like worry about our shuffle and stuff like that. Because realistically, most of the time, we're, we've got a handshake deal like halfway through. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of wish we just had a little bit more time normally. But I, I noticed like a bunch of people leaking and stuff like that, which is fine. <laughs> like There was actually a little bit of CSGO drama around some, some roster leaks where I think it was Nico, a uh, reporter, put out there that the deal was done, that he was going to Falcons. And then uh-huh. I think... I think w- what I guess probably happened is uh, he probably went to Falcons and like, you know, got got a number and then went back to uh, what G2 to, to, you know, see if they would match his offer. Very likely they did. So he ended up staying. But like that got put out there and everybody was like, oh, he's joining Falcons. Just like I saw a lot of reports of I, I saw some like crazy uh, rumors spreading around Reddit about what. <laughs> What I mean, there was an obvious one where people were literally just putting the five Mina players that they know of. And just uh-huh. being like, oh, that'll be that'll be the team for Falcons. But then I saw a lot of other ones that were like pretty, pretty wild that uh, obviously did not pan out at all. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, we're already on this topic. So when did you you knew you had to start looking? You said two months beforehand, you need to be yeah. looking for a new player. Uh, can we talk about who you talked to about this? 
Yeah, I know last time I got in trouble, but I don't really care. Like, I got in trouble because the community is like, it's not very professional, but like, I don't know. I, I think uh, it's fine just saying who we talk to. It's not like it went further than that uh, or anything. And most of the time I talk up the people that, you know, um, that we talk to or whatever. But the first option that we had uh, was Seb. That was probably the person I wanted to work with the most. Wow. Um, I uh, went to Seb. Why? I mean, uh, I, like, I feel like I have a thousand reasons why you would want to work with Seb, but why you specifically? Why him? Uh, we had talked a lot in the past, and I just liked the things that he... I, I like the way that he f- approaches the game and that he approaches people. You know, we're a very no-nonsense, no-drama team, um, and it's just, uh, it's just, you know, it just felt right. It felt like he would fill in a lot of slots. Like, he uh, really cares about the internal stuff. Uh, he drafts, which would have been nice to work with. Um, and yeah, I just feel like he brings a winning mentality. Uh, I felt like that would have been really, really cool. Because uh, you talk- guys, inherently, you, you, like, your team is a little bit unique, right? In the fact that you're, at least when with last year, right, Zai was the captain, and he was uh-huh. drafting. So you have an offlaner who also needs to be a leading voice, if not an actual captain, then at least some sort of bigger voice on the team, right? Yeah, precisely. So I just felt like Seb would have worked out in a lot of ways. And then uh, for various reasons, it uh, it didn't work, unfortunately. Um, he told us that uh, he just couldn't really, um, which it was fair. You know, I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, it is what it is. He just told us, like, you probably can't join. Um, so yeah, just... Uh, Told us it wasn't a thing. Said okay. Then I mean, he told us pretty early in the process. Like he checked it out. Then he let us know. Uh, so then, the person that I had been talking with before then was uh, Skeeter, and then moving Mickey to offlane. Uh, was potentially thinking about doing that, mm. uh, and unfortunately, uh, that also couldn't work just because, yeah, just couldn't really seem to make that one work either. Any so, other yeah. names that you like talked around? I mean, like a wh- uh, whisper ends up on OG, uh, but I don't know if he, you know, again, you kind of need a leading voice. I don't know if whisper could do that for you guys. Well, uh, we would have like figured it out Mar out there or something. So we talked with Amar uh, that just didn't didn't really feel like things aligned well. Uh, good kid, just wasn't really going to work for us. And then we talked with Whisper at TI because uh, he's so talented. And yeah. I sent Chloe and Jabs uh, in to talk to him, and he brought his manager, and his English didn't seem very good. Like, the fluency of it didn't seem very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would have had to really commit to that. Uh, like, I think he his English was very rudimentary. Uh, so he would have, you know, I'm not sure how OG will work around that. I'm, I'm assuming he'll take classes, and he'll have to, like, work pretty hard at it. Uh, but yeah, so it just wasn't going to be a thing there. Um, but he was probably the next most interesting person, Whisper, to yeah. us. Like, I mean, I it was either Whisper mo- or Skeeter. I, yeah, I figure most teams that had a spot open would consider talking to him because yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he had to be one of the the hottest uh, hottest players on the market that was available for picking up. And if he's willing to go to a, a Western team, which it seemed like he was, then uh you know an english speaking team then 
anybody should try and pick him up if you know they feel like they can make it work. Yeah, I mean, I I'd like to say uh, something too. Like having a conversation for me is just having a conversation. Like um, I know we get I get spotted a lot, like talking to a lot of people, and so things leak. But a lot of the times it's just conversation, and it's just to figure out. Like I think if I'm good at this part of the job, which I think I am, it's a lot of it is future proofing. Like I don't know. It's not that I want to replace any of my players. I think at this point I've sh- we've shown like complete loyalty, but it's more about just knowing whose contracts are up and stuff like that. Like there's a good chance I'll approach the spirit guys and just ask them about their contract situation just to know. Um, If they have like three years left, then probably won't talk. Uh, It's just out of curiosity. I mean, I I, I feel like you would be doing a disservice to your job if you don't actually reach out to like all the top tier players, if you're trying to have a top tier team at all times. Yes. In my mind, I don't know if somebody will retire. I don't know if somebody, something will happen. You know, the, the future is really, like, unknown there. And so, like, let's say next year, for whatever reason, we have a really down year. Uh, Riyadh is, like, a million dollars. TI is, like, 30K. And a bunch of my players just decide, like, yeah, this ain't for me. And then, you know, I'm going to be left holding my dick and being like, what do I, what would I do? Um, and so if I'm going to, uh, this part of it, it's, I, I make a spreadsheet and I just track whose contracts are at what stage. Which I feel like enough Dota people don't do. Because there's no harm in just asking people. And if they don't want to tell you, they won't tell you. But they tell me every time. You know, they're like, oh, I signed a two-year contract. Okay, cool. Because I keep putting this out there. And I keep hearing, like, this ridiculous thing that we pay, like, insane buyouts. uh, And I don't know where it came from. I see it every time. Well, I mean, where it came from is the fact that you guys got really fucking good players on your team so people assume that you are just offering the best price in the market because how else do you get Matamba man how else do you get zai especially since some some parts of the community are like oh mickey's trash insania's trash boxy's trash or whatever like so how do you get ti winner Matamba man to join these guys right and so everybody thinks that the answer must be money right I've built a really good relationship with a lot of people in this scene. And I leveraged that to get them on my team. <laughs> Especially Zai, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, Zai just everybody... told me... <laughs> Sorry, shoot? No, no, go for it. Go. No, I was just saying, like, Zai just told me that he was looking for something new because he's the type of person that likes change. And then Nisha told me, like, he just hadn't experienced any other team. Yeah, I mean, he was on secret for year after year after year after year, and I got approached he, by he, some... like he seems pretty happy. Uh, on like he, I, like I'm seeing more of Nisha than I've ever seen out of him, like oh, media wise, sure. but also just like you know, he just seems a lot more outgoing, which is probably just him growing older. But when you grow older, you want to you want to experience some change in your life. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like part of the job is networking. Every job is partially networking. I'm sure even like. Jobs that aren't, you know, pertinent to Dota are very network-based. Yeah. People like to work with people that they trust and stuff like that. So, yeah. I don't know. Liquid's a great org, too. So it's really easy to get people on, for sure. But I just don't know where these, like... uh, For example, I had two players and a manager come up to me. Not the after party, but maybe on the Saturday night. And they were saying to me that I had the world's easiest job. And I say, why is that? And they're like, you have unlimited budget and 
You're on liquid. And I said, you think I have unlimited budget? And then I said, how much do you guys think we pay Nisho? And they all threw in a number, and they were like wildly off. And I was like, where do you guys get these numbers? Like, who tells you guys these things? And then they were like, I heard it from so-and-so. Another person says, I heard it from so-and-so. Then the last guy's like, I know it's true. I said, how do you know it's true, dude? And he's like, because like I know. And he was trying to be all slick and stuff. I was like, I wrote that. like, <laughs> I was the one that offered the number. Like, I see the contract. I can pull it up right now if you want. Like, I won't show you, but like, why would I lie to you? If anything, I should lie and like tell people we pay a lot so that more people are more incentivized to join us. Like, we just, Liquid Pay is incredibly fair, but like, part of the org is the upside of it. You know, like the random things that happen, the facility, the, uh, the boot camps, like the, even the merch and shit like that, and just having a big team behind you. Like, we're not trying to absolutely min max compete in salaries. I'll tell you that. I'll say it for like the hundredth time, and then I'll, the only time I ever comment nowadays is when somebody said that we paid Nisha, like he's the highest paid Western player or something. Like, I definitely not true. That's funny. All right. So, looking looking forward then. Yep. How do you feel about it? I mean, you, you picked up 33. So, you, you know, like you talked around some players, 33. I mean, that, that had to have been a pretty attractive. Uh, again, I feel like there's a limit of. I feel like there's. Tell me whether or not this is true, but I feel like offlane is a uh, a good role for a player to be in. Like Fucking good offlaneers are bro. okay. Okay, would you say offlane is like the number one wanted position? Yes, in the absolutely. Scene right now? Not okay. even close. Just judging how the shuffle goes behind the scenes, like if you're even a competent offlaner, holy people want you. Okay. Like Jesus Christ, do they want you? They want you bad. You're you're like cracking the eighties, you know. Like they they can't get enough of you. Like um, it's just, I mean, look at everybody converting to offlane. Pure Gabby, like there's yeah. just not enough offlane players. Um, and so if you right now are thinking about playing competitive Dota and you have you have pretty good skill, just be an offlaner. Like you just just do it. It's it's so plus EV for your career. Like, everyone's looking for one. I promise you. If you're, like, a promising offlaner, like, people will want to work with you. Like, Jesus, it is it is tough out there. So, originally, when we went and talked, we knew uh, Seb and Amar were not going to happen. And then it was like, well, shit, I guess we're going with Whisper. Or Mickey is converting to offlane. And oh. we're getting, like, Skeeter. I was just like, what do we fucking do, guys? Like, we're either going to take a guy who doesn't speak English or a guy... We're going to make Mickey switch roles for the third time in three years. Like, those are our two options uh, mm-hmm. going in. I mean, I contacted 33 three months ago because I knew from Skeeter that their contracts were running up. And I was like, hey, do you have any interest? And he's like, no, not really. He's like, I'm really happy on Tundra. Like, you know, fuck off, essentially. He's like, we can see what happens at TI, but you know, I think I'm good. So I think that option's dead, and I'm just like, ah, oh, well, fuck. You know, all the options are gone. Yeah. What can you do? And, so, and yeah. then, uh, and then Tundra went out in the first round of playoffs. <laughs> Bro, I'm fucking cheering like I just want TI. <laughs> you know? I see it happening. I see them lose to Nouns. I was like, oh, shit. Holy, you know? And then I see them get bought by Entity, and I'm fucking, I'm like, oh, 
you know, because they they start like seven and one in groups or something. I was like, oh shit, like, you know, well, I guess that option's dead. Yeah, I said both of those options were dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 both of those were dead. You know, I was like, well, I guess we're not getting Skeeter or thirty three. And then, yeah, then they got eliminated. I was like, XD. It's actually crazy. They went seven one in their group. And then, and then they, they got 4. 2 0'd by Nouns and 2 0'd by Entity. Yeah. And just like that, Group D was like out by the second round of playoffs. It was insane, actually. Uh, so I guess you want to know the timeline of how that, when that happened. Yeah, um, kind of. Yeah. So I, saw, I talked to Skeeter first because, you know, I should. And we have like a week in between games. So we're not. We're not going to scrim that next day. So uh, I talked to Skeeter first. He tells me he's interested for sure. Then I I don't know about Netta, but then he messages me at like maybe 1030 at night. And then he says, can we talk? Because um, he said he's leaving the next day. <laughs> so then we went on a walk. Got spotted by 100 people, by the way. Yeah. Um, didn't get spotted by Bulba, which was good. <laughs> but... All the Russians and shit saw us, and they probably uh-huh. knew what we were talking about. Uh, and he's just like, hey, I think I'm down to like move. Feels like this isn't working anymore. I said, sure. Um, he was actually really complimentary to his ex-teammates. Both Skeeter and him were. like They were really complimentary towards each other. So I said, uh, yeah, you know, uh, just had a really good conversation. I told him all the bad stuff about our team, just because I don't want to lie and sell him a lemon. So sure. I was like, yo, this is where our team's at. This is what we're good at. This is what we're bad at, et cetera, et cetera. He was like, okay, cool. Um, kind of asked me a bunch of questions. Maybe talk until like 3 a.m. or something like that. Like pretty late. I was fucking freezing. We were just out talking. Felt really good. Then I met up with Zai at the bar. We had a beer. Then we went up and saw like our team and they were watching like horror movies. And then Zai was, I think he was a little bit buzzed. And he was like, uh, we should... We, we should get 33. I said, yeah. And he was like, yeah. Um, he's like, it makes the most sense rather than trying to switch McKay around. Uh, it would be my personal recommendation that you guys get 33. Uh, yeah. So then, in my mind, I took that very seriously. Uh, I mean, because so, you did the same thing with, uh, like, didn't you talk to Matama Man about uh, yeah. like, your, your next move, right? It's like, Matama Man's on the out. Who would you you ran through options with Matama Man of like who to replace him, basically, right? Precisely. So uh, Zai said to us, 33 was the play. And then, yeah. Uh, it was pretty easy from there. The next day, I saw him off again. What was really funny is then we got spotted by Bulba. And coincidentally, <laughs> like it was leaked immediately. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was some leaker that actually got like the majority of the leaks right. He got us and like falcons and some mm-hmm. other shit um which was kind of surprising like but he was really wrong about one thing he said that we were talking to Saberlight, um and i like Jonas a lot but i knew he was still under contract so didn't even bother going down that route right um decent chance he's our stand-in though if we make it you know sure since netta can't attend malaysia so oh that's right i forgot about that <laughs> Uh, it, it, like it, is that just like a total no go? Like you yeah, know yeah. already? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't even bother. Oof. Mm. So yeah, probably Saber will be our standard for that if we make it. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's kind of how that all went down. And then uh, the next day we see him off. We keep talking online, kind of keep 
like progressing. He seems to really like the idea. I really like the idea. Uh, and then, yeah, it kind of just went from there. He was like, I'm super down. He asked a few more questions. Then we kind of just said, like, we talk later. We did once we got eliminated. He signed maybe four days ago or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys did make that happen pretty quickly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and then <laughs> the next day we announced him uh, on QuickFuzz stream and shit. Uh, so yeah, that was the entire process behind that, essentially. Um, no hard feelings to anybody that didn't make it work. Like everything was, like I, there was a lot of good candidates. There's, you know, just uh, wow. thirty-three. Yeah, yeah. One of them was uh, Skeeter, which he ended up on this monster lineup of Falcons: Skeeter, Snake King, yeah. Amar, Malreen, Crit. That's that's a lineup. That is, that is a good fucking lineup. It's probably the most, which is not terribly surprising with Falcons coming into Dota that they would be able to attract a pretty pretty strong super team. Uh, we'll see whether or not it actually works out. You know, uh-huh. super teams are pretty hit or miss in Dota. I feel like, but he ended up on a on a good potential roster. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I was uh, so I I hung out with Crit for the last two weeks essentially. Mm-hmm. He came over to Grace's house in Seattle, my sisters, and then after that, he came to my house in California. He stayed with me. Um, so I was just like, one day I was like, "Yo, what's your roster?" And he told me. I was like, "What the fuck?" It was very out of nowhere. <laughs> I was like, "That's your roster, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah." It's like, "Where are you guys gonna play?" He's like, "Mena." I was like, "Oh, sick. Less competition for me." <laughs> okay, so it, uh, does is that how things are like? Are other tournaments going to be doing that? Like, I know ESL is doing that. It makes sense, but do you think that whatever other organizers come into this space are going to do a qualifier specifically for Mina? Or, or I don't know. Probably. I mean, it's kind of just like Western Europe. <laughs> Anyways, it's just reskinned Western Europe. It's been yeah. like Quest Enigma and them. So yeah, <laughs> you know. Go go for it. It's just much more like NA in the sense of like there's three good teams, you know, and they're gonna all fight after each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and it helps like the the problem is Western Europe can't have six fucking slots, so I guess this yeah. kind of in some way makes it a, a little yeah. bit more competitive. Also, some dude in your chat is dead. So some dude in your chat says shout out to Mickey, that dude willing to swap around and make things work, and that is exactly why I will never not work with Mickey. Like, as long as he wants to be on this team, as far as I'm concerned, if I'm still leading this project or whatever, he will always be on our team. I, I don't want to mm-hmm. hear some, like... I don't want to say all Redditors, because that's a huge exaggeration. But, you know, I got a bunch of messages and s- tweets and shit saying, like, kick Mickey, kick Mickey, kick Mickey. And I'm like, no shot. Then they're like, oh, you'll never advance. I'm like, okay. Like, we had a really good year. By that logic, yeah. only, like, two teams had a good year spirit and gladiators like everybody else should disband and everyone should fire their coaches and everyone should like everyone just keeps telling me to find the next yatoro i'm like okay <laughs> give that player to me and i'll make make a move to offlane tell me who the next yatoro is and you know maybe some satanic guy who's like 15 and has questionable english like okay you know i mean uh, you know if offlane's a hot roll right now you could do me a favor and maybe shop shop my name around a little bit okay i got you dude i <laughs> asked yatoro by the way last year and he told me he had zero interest in leaving spirits like what the fuck do you want yeah 
according to most people, there's only one good coach. Because I saw some like gladiators appreciation thread saying like, yeah, as long as, long as they fire CY. I'm like, what are you talking about? These guys like <laughs> got top four at every single event and won like six of them. Like, uh, whose job is safe? You know, well, like obviously silent, silent, silence it. That's it. But not in the first half of the year. Then his ideas were old and stale. But now they're good again. Yeah, I think the funniest part about uh, talking about coaches is that like the community doesn't know what the coaches do, and I feel like a lot of the the talent and like insiders don't know the impact of the coaches either. It's it's really only the coach and the players themselves on the team probably have a good idea of whether or not that coach what he does and if it's effective or not. Yeah, I mean, some people just guess. You know, like you see a clip on True Sight and you're like, oh, wow, that's a good coach. And then I don't know. I, I think next year I have to change my approach because sometimes I get asked by like people in our company, like, why are they saying this about you? And I don't want to really answer those questions anymore. Those are kind of annoying. You know, the whole like, uh, it's like yeah, they expect you, you me just, to coach, you carry the water, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's like they just can't play I don't that know. bit anymore. I do the I do the post game interviews or you know the post draft ones and I kind of just meme and I try to be like pretty grateful and happy about my situation and I'm kind of just voicing my own thoughts like hey you know I'm pretty happy with where my life is at like I'm pretty satisfied like I feel like we've done pretty well and then I just get criticized it's like oh fucking loser attitude loser attitude loser attitude I'm like okay and then you know I I tell my team that it's okay like losses happen in life and you know, it's how you deal with them, and then it's like loser attitude, loser attitude. Like <laughs> it's like I can't win. I'm trying not to be a toxic boss, you know, where I'm trying to tell my team, like, hey, it's you know, I don't want you guys to lose. It's not like I tell them before the game, like, hey guys, go out there and lose. But I'm like, if they ask me, like, what'll happen if we lose this game? I'm like, nothing. We'll just move on with our lives, and we'll just keep trying. And next time, bring we'll, like we'll a, get better a chair to like throw around. Or something, you know, just like act really angry in the booth all the time. This is your heel moment, you know, like this next year, just only talk trash to the enemy team. How you're going to dumpster them in every post post draft interview. I don't know. It's like, I just want my team to like know that it's okay. And that I it's care okay about them lose. as people. Yeah, it's it's like it's it sounds like uh, loser mentality to me. <laughs> it's like you're not you're not going to win everything in Dota. You just can't. And trying to like make somebody else happy is like what do you want? My team is happy and the guys are happy enjoying each other. Um and that's like a pretty cool thing. I think there's been very few times where uh you have that in your personal life where you like all your coworkers. And I personally like all my coworkers. Uh, they're very positive people. They like actively every single day. I look forward to working with them. You know how rare that is. I'm sure that's super rare. Like for most people, if you approach them, like I think that's where I'm really lucky. Everyone says like the job is really cool, but I think where I'm really lucky is that I just have people that I really like to work with, uh, and I think they like working with me and they like working with each other, and so we'll keep running it back as long yeah, as we're I, not like I, dog shit. I wouldn't know what that's like. I hate all my coworkers. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, I actually had a couple questions going back to uh, TI itself. Uh, yeah, sure. So I think one hot topic for this TI, um, and it was actually something that um, I, like I talked to 
to somebody involved about was the format. So we had a format change this year. We had the, uh, instead of the two big round robin groups, we had four different groups. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, obviously, you know, this is just one showing of it, but it, it didn't look very good, right? Group D, like, literally just, like, the entirety of Group D was gone by the second day of playoffs. Yeah. It was like that was about as lopsided as you could possibly have it be. If yeah. it because TSM literally only went through by taking down Shopify and you know playing NA, uh, and then they lost. To, to I now. mean, to be fair, that was also because they beat Tundra. So it's not like if like Tundra had gone through, I don't think it would have looked as weird, personally. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Uh, group Group A also, uh, I think I remember did not do very well outside of obviously Team Spirit, uh, but most I think all of Group A was gone by the second round. Nine Pandas, EG, yeah, everybody goes out by the the second round as well. Whereas yeah. Group uh, B and C were the the groups that were actually our group was uh, lit, dog. Yeah, your group did uh, very well. Team Liquid, Bedboom, Azure, Azure and Bedboom. Wait, what place? Who got fifth slash sixth with us? Was it Bedboom? It was uh, Bedboom, yeah. Okay. And Azure I mean, only moved on to fourth because they faced Bedboom. So yeah, your yeah. group effectively was kind of like locking up the, the top six area. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that we're fifth then because we would have beat Bedboom for sure. <laughs> I, I'm saying we're fifth. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, in my future retelling of this to my, ch- to my children or whatever, mm, I'm fifth. Mm-hmm. We got fifth here. <laughs> Okay. Good. We work. didn't get six. We got. We didn't share six. We got fifth. Like fuck off with that. <laughs> I'm. I'm sure Betboom would not protest that at all. I mean, you guys. To be fair, you guys did lose to the team that went on to go second, whereas they lost to Azure and Azure lost in the next round to Game of Gladiators. Yeah. So it does kind of work. Transitive property in some ways. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about the format? Um, I mean, it is what it is. It was fair. The sense of like, yeah, I think our group was harder, but. It happens. Um, I think the only thing that I would have changed is the break in between. I felt like a week was such a long time. Like, what's really weird is that um, you have this week in between, and because you just dropped a patch like two weeks beforehand, uh, the entire system just sort of remixed and went insane, and mm-hmm. everything just changed. And so, like, you had no idea going in what to prepare for, uh, and it felt really random in that regard. Like, it felt like the most random TI I've ever participated in, in terms Hero of prep. Hero pools were pretty different between yeah. the various weekends, right? It's, yeah. uh, it was weird, because, like, it just, it felt like a luck of the draw of who you scrimmed against and stuff like that, which uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of, personally. Um, and this isn't me complaining and saying, like, ah, oh, we would have done better. It's just minor gripes. Like, it, if, if the general fan base liked it, then I don't really care that much. Um, I mean, I, I think the problem is going to be is that this uh, three different weekend thing is a lot better for viewers and attendees. Uh-huh. So I, I, I have a feeling we're not going to get away from that because I talked to so many people who are like, this is one of my only chances to go to TI. And they were there at the um, the, the second weekend, not the yeah, yeah. weekend, right? And it was like, this is one of my only chances to go to TI. I'm so happy I was able to like be here and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people I talked to, I would always ask them, are you going to be there for the final weekend? They'd be like, no, nah, I couldn't get tickets or whatever. But so it did actually enable like a lot uh, more people in some ways to be able to attend TI when they normally wouldn't been, been able to. And obviously viewership, I mean, you, you get it so 
most people have the weekend off, right? Yeah. So I don't think that's going away. But do you think that uh, like part of that problem then was the patch that we had pretty close to TI? Like in the yeah, future, absolutely. We preferred if we, you know, a patch if, a month. If out it wasn't for the patch, I feel like it would have been a lot more straightforward. Sure. Um, yeah, I just I felt like uh, if it wasn't for the patch, like it would have been fine personally. If we had a little bit more time, but I it's whatever. Like everyone's under the same circumstance and everyone's running the same conditions. Uh, so I, this isn't me complaining. I really want to make that absolutely clear. You just asked me like if what my preference was, and I'd say my preference, uh, generally speaking, is you know to have a normal thing or whatever. But it is what it is. Like it's fine. Like out of, out of just, curiosity, the what about the the groups? Like not whether it's good or bad because you know we had we had one tournament with it. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. The result yeah. wasn't wasn't amazing, but it could just been a a random thing. But do you like having less teams in your group? Because in, in some ways, right? I like I know that uh, talking to players and teams in the past, there is a lot of fatigue of like the group stage when you're round robin when your group is so big. You just kind of roll with it. You don't necessarily like you. You can't necessarily do the most amount of prep work when you have that many teams in your group. So you just kind of like roll with the flow, right? I feel like I would have enjoyed it personally. You would have preferred the the bigger round robin. Yeah, because it just felt like we played three series, and then we yeah. played EG the next day. Then we played a game on. Then we waited like seven days to play a game. Then we played one series. Then we played waited another seven days. We played like one series in fourteen days or something stupid, which mm. for me was just kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You guys, yeah, you guys did play three series in that one day. Boom, 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 and then you really didn't play much Dota. Yeah, we, I felt like I played like five series, of, or my team did. Sorry, our team played five series of TI, and then we waited like two weeks essentially, and yeah. that was kind of boring. Um, that that's my only complaint is when you get to a big tournament like that i would prefer to play more games cuz it's more fun sure. like more games is just absolutely more objectively more fun for me to watch and stuff like that um you know it felt weird just playing one series and then it's like okay that's it uh it felt really weird kind of felt like we're in an nfl thing or something you know real any given sunday kind of vibe um uh, of the but, people that like, did you get a vibe that there is? Was there anybody else who enjoyed the the smaller group? Of, I don't like, believe cause, so because there's some advantage, right? Of like, okay, you know who you're matched up against, so you can study and maybe draft a little bit better for that. I don't know. Most of the time, like nobody was really. Everybody that got eliminated wasn't really doing anything, and you don't want to practice like seven days straight. So we ended up just doing nothing. And Seattle, it was raining like crazy during that time. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't really like a whole lot we could do during the free time either. So a lot of the time it was just waiting. Uh, I was just kind of sitting around and being like, what now? You know? Yeah. And then you play two series and you go home. Unfortunate. I wonder if, uh, I guess one thing that they could, if they want to keep the three weekend thing is maybe blend, just make like they could do whatever they want with the group stage, but then uh, draw it out more. So you have like play the group stage throughout the week. Because the group yeah. stage is like pretty hardcore stuff. I, I don't think you necessarily need to fit that all in a weekend. But 
I do know there there was, I definitely heard some feedback that there was, like, from a viewership perspective, people were pretty happy. Like, it was easier to follow the tournament in that regard, I get right? That. Because there wasn't That's a billion fair. games and it became one stream after one day, so. I had to ask, yeah. uh, by the way, how was it casting the finals? Um, <laughs> did I tell you the story about uh, Avery? No. Okay, so uh, I... Um, so it was the second final day, um, for those of you guys who don't know, they don't release the schedule for who's casting <coughs> what, um, far ahead of time. Like we knew the weekend, the first weekend that we were casting, um, that we were, me and Avery were casting the first game every yeah. day. Um, and then I requested to like have that switch around and stuff. And, and we ended up doing the second series. But like when we get to the final week and it was day by day of like, okay, here's what you're doing next. And uh, so the second day we finished up my cast. I did like an interview with somebody I met with some fans. And then I was randomly backstage and um, I ran into Bruno. And Bruno and I were just like walking backstage talking about some, some general stuff. And then he just dropped it on me. He was like, hey, by the way, you're, you're going to do finals. And so I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's, that's really nice. And I asked some questions about it. And, um, and then I asked Avery where he was at. And he was already back at the hotel in his room. So I went back to the hotel and I went to his room and he let me in. He goes, he lays down on the bed and I was like, get up, get out of the bed. And he's like, no, I don't want to. I said, get up. And so he got up, I gave him a hug and I said, congratulations. We're doing the finals. Uh huh. And he immediately flops back down on the bed. He rubs his head. He's like, oh, no, why are they doing this to us? <laughs> and it's because he was pretty certain that Game and Gladiators was going to be in the finals. He, uh-huh. was, he Like, that was his... He, he felt like they were actually going to make their, their lower bracket run, uh, which, sure enough, they continue to do it. Uh, and, so, and so it ended up being Avery casting Quinn in a grand finals of TI, uh-huh. which... <laughs> I'm sure he has many mixed feelings about for, for many reasons, but then there's also the bias thing, which I know how much that is, uh, that annoyed both you and me when we were a cast. Yeah. Right. It's like, he, like he, he there's no, there's no way around it. He's got a relationship with Quinn and it's like almost no matter what you do, people are going to be like, Oh, you're biased. So, but yeah, I think he was, uh, he was pretty uh, happy. Uh, I was, uh, I mean, I just saw it as an opportunity to screw something up, to be honest. Mm. I told, um, I told a couple different people that I was just like, I'll be happy once it's, I'll be happy if once I'm done and it was a good finals and I feel like we did a good job, then, so then I'll be happy. <laughs> but it was just like, you know, like, uh, I've been in this business for a while. I, I was... I told a lot of people that I didn't really care about doing TI finals because uh-huh. it's like it's not it's not always going to be the best game. And what I yeah, want to yeah. cast is the best games. Right. So and <laughs> sure enough, it ended up being a three. Oh, so like I still have a, it's a nice goal to have. I will continue to have the goal of like at the end of the year, I want to cast TI finals like I want. Yeah, I mean, be, it must have been nice to do once at least. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But it, it didn't like change. It, like there was not too much that really changed about yeah. my mentality of it. Um, Owen asked, actually asked me that question 
couple different times because oh uh because <clears throat> i think there's a pretty big difference between owen and i and like our road to the finals right uh owen rose really quickly and ti8 he casted finals which was one of the the best finals of all time in ti history right uh-huh. and so he skyrocketed upwards and once he was done with TA finals, I think he was sort of like, oh, well, this is it. Yeah. This, this is the peak. You literally can't go anywhere from there, right? It's like, you could do TI finals again, but you're not going to get a finals like that again. Yeah. That was like a, a dream storyline. It was an intense back and forth games. The games were crazy good. He had a pop-off moment with the whole Seb thing, right? It was just like, everything came aligned so you literally that was the peak and and then from there it's just kind of like well fuck now what do i do you know whereas me i I, like i've been doing it for so long that i don't think it it really was going to make too much of a difference for me one way or the other makes sense thank you though for your tweet it was very nice i uh I did wish that we could have done a, a TI finals at some point. It would have been fun, but it's okay. We we just weren't that good. <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, what I was really happy about was, um, I mean, I don't think people are trying to be, but I feel like it does a disservice to the work that you and Avery do. You know, when people say like, uh, it's not Cap and Blitz or whatever, because I feel like yeah. he does. He's a he's a lot better than me at a lot of things in casting. Like he clearly cares about. Not the game more, but the job and doing a good job more than I ever did. Um, and I feel like he respects the job a lot more than I ever did. Whereas I think for you, you know that I, I kind of just didn't know what I wanted to do with Dota, so I was a caster. Yeah. Um, yeah whereas yeah. I feel like he kind of puts his all into it in a way that I uh, feel like I never really did. Which I have some regrets about, but I was young and I was stupid and I didn't really know what it was to like appreciate things. And you know, when uh, you're stupid like I am. You think that the world is built for you and everything revolves around you. Uh, and obviously it does not. And I'm just dumb. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, so I, I would agree. I think that was one of the things that attracted me to working with Avery in the first place is that he said he was going to put his same, men- same mentality of like, you know, like I feel like a lot of players when they do casting or talent work or whatever, it's sort of like, I'm a player, now I'm retired, what else do I do? I guess I'll do this thing. And they just kind of like, I think they very much take it for granted. Yeah. And just being like, yeah, of course I'm going to do talent work. And then they just assume that they're going to keep getting talent work by just purely existing, right? And then uh-huh. like they don't actually think about working on the craft or anything like that. Um, whereas Avery said he was going to take the same mentality of like how he grinded to be a player to he to do the same thing with casting. It's why he wanted to cast over panel work because he felt like panel was not something you could do. But yeah, I will I will say you obviously did care because you <laughs> you would always get very nervous before a lot of our big casts. So nah, you can't prove that. Uh, well. I've got it I in mean, my memory. I cared about it. I remember I holding like... you outside of TI nine. Yeah, uh, true. Before our final cast, I think. Yeah, TI nine. That was really yeah. sad. Yeah. I mean, you just were, in general, I don't know. Nervous. I just felt like for me, uh, casting was just 
a holdover until I figured out what I wanted to do. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I think I think you you found that. I mean, I think working with a team is way better to your skill set and your like. You care about people a lot on like an individual level, mm-hmm. and casting it's hard to like. Like you have fans and stuff like that you talk to and stuff, but like, I think you're much more like you you deal much more on the nitty gritty personable individual relationships mm-hmm. much better. So no, I'm always client sided. <laughs> is that is that what you tell Victor? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just I really enjoy uh I really enjoy the job. I think it's super fun. I feel like uh I love my boys. And it's yeah, still competitive, fun. which yeah. I mean, I I think that's something that like casting is like kind of weird. It's like yeah, you're competing, but you know, it's like the Merlini thing, right? You don't get paid anything extra for doing grand finals. So, I love that quote from Ben. <laughs> ben Ben really set the tone for Dota talent with that one. Don't get more. Less series is more <laughs> more dollars per per hour. Yeah, fuck. I was I was telling the the uh, earlier. I was telling the Merlini story of like. This is my theory of like where he gets his obsession with Boots of Travel was when we were playing Veggies and I stayed at his place. And when we were coming back from Chick-fil-A, we were on the highway and he was telling me how much he hates it when he's coming off the highway and you go down a ramp as opposed to up a ramp because of Uh efficiency, right? Gas efficiency, brake, etc. Like the physics of it bothered him. Because of the the minutia of inefficiency that is lost when you are like if you just go up a ramp, you know, you know what I mean. And that for me, that was the moment that clicked for me. That was like, oh my god, I understand something about Ben now and like the core part of his his mentality. Because I think it's the same thing with his boots of travel obsession, right? It's the same like every single time he buys a teepee scroll. That's that's another ramp. That's another exiting the highway ramp that goes down that is inefficient for him. You know, every back then, every hundred gold, right? That was just like that. That just plagues his mind. So he would just rather get boots of travel. You know, I don't know. I was like, I'm happy for you guys, though. Really happy for you guys. Thank you. I thought I I was sick. Yeah. I mean, did you watch the finals? I know a lot I of did. times you don't watch the finals. I was hammered, but I did. <laughs> I was very drunk. Okay, so I was gonna ask if you thought we did a good job, but you were hammered, so I was not sure from what I could the... from what I could see, which uh <laughs> admittedly wasn't a whole lot, because yeah. I was drunk off my fucking ass. Like I was blind drunk, bro. Yeah. Um it was it sounded good. Yeah. I I, I, I was sober enough to make that tweet. <laughs> Damn, you were really in your cups for that one. Now I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got fucking hammered and then I was like, eh. How's your uh, general vibe for the future of Dota? I know that's a that's a deep one, but um, I feel like you might have more information than me at this point. I literally don't know what I'm working this next year outside of uh, the event coming up. So. I don't know. In my mind, like... How do I say it? I was talking actually. Uh, so a bunch of people stayed with me at my house before we left. Did Kyle not invite you to his game? His game night, by the way. Uh, no, he he. I think he forgot to that's slip a, that one to me. That's a bitch ass move. 
I didn't actually go to that, by the way, out of solidarity for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it may have been something to do with I was supposed to do some work with We Play uh, uh -huh. post TI, and then I was sick, so I couldn't go. So he might have known that I was sick and just didn't even I offer. See. Well, anyways, um, I had I had a bunch of people at my house. What was it like? Uh, it was Nat Crit, uh, this guy named Logan and uh, Quinn. Mm -hmm. Nat Crit, Quinn, and Logan were all at my house. Um, and then I, 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 we were talking about how long I wanted to do this job for, and I said uh, I try not to think about that stuff so much anymore. Rather than trying to set numbers or like, you know, what if this happens and what if that happens. Nowadays, I just try to enjoy the job, and that's it. If that makes sense, like I'm yeah. not so concerned about the, I don't know, the nature of the game so much. I'm just I'm here for as long as it lasts, and if that's a while, that's a while. And if it's not, then it is what it is. You know, in my mind, like I'm just happy to be here, and it's fun, and I don't want to put restrictions on myself or the game. I mean, I think that the game is still pretty healthy, like. If that's one thing, I feel like organizations like ESL uh, and otherwise have been waiting for Valve to kind of give up the reins. Yeah, um, there's a lot of teams that are uh, trying to get into Dota nowadays. Yeah, uh, for example, it like it. Uh, Falcons entering. Um, I know some other teams entering. You know, obviously EG's dead, but you know, fuck EG. Uh, <laughs> It's for the best. Yeah, it really is. They, they left every eSport. They dropped, they, yeah. I think they dropped their League of Legends, CSGO, and Dota rosters. So, like, at that point in time, you're, you're dead. You're, you're gone. Mm -hmm. So. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay. It sounds uh, very similar to m my mentality I've had. And it just keeps going every year. And just, yeah. Well, I guess I'm, I'm still doing it. I'm if still it dies, doing it for another year or two. Like three years ago when it was supposed to die, then it dies. And if it's alive, then great. I'll continue to work it. Yeah. You know? And that's just kind of how it is in my mind. So all the other small details are not for me, if that makes sense. Like, that's somebody else's fucking problem. Definitely in mine. Got anything else you want to talk about? No. People have questions. I'll answer questions. But all right. Chat, you guys got any questions for Blitz? Uh, either about TI or his roster, or I guess whatever the fuck else you want to know about William. The uh, I think you guys ended the year on second highest. Uh, yeah. Right? It was fuck Team Blitz. Spirit. And <laughs> you guys actually beat out Game and Gladiators despite them winning all those finals. You actually beat them out because you were in the grand finals of Riyadh. You want to know oh. something funny, actually, about me, Quinn, and uh, Crit? We've all uh -huh. become very good friends. Um, and so we always, we always say whoever gets further in the tournament like pays for the next meal when we're all together. So then we went to London after Riyadh. And so I paid for like a $350 Indian meal or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And then. The next time, obviously, Quinn went further, so he paid for Korean barbecue. And I was just thinking to myself, we never asked Crit to join these, like, handshake deals, you know? And I uh -huh. felt kind of bad about that. Like, well, we, we just... uh, now, now you can get in on that. Now, he's on a roster that will 
hopefully succeed. So yeah, Quid, Crit's just been like freeloading meals off both of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know. Maybe that's his motivation. He's like, all right, time time to leave this shop. I feel kind of I feel kind of bad because it's like it's just a two person deal, you know. It's like, all right, whoever goes for that gets the next he, meal. He, he's just there, sitting there. He's like, these motherfuckers don't even think I'm a threat. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's really sad. I'm really happy because I feel like he needed something different. You know what I mean? I mean, I know you're you're very good friends with Artur. Uh, yeah. My view of this is that I, I feel like it's good for both parties. I feel like that roster, honestly, Man. from my opinion, it should have blown up like two or three years ago. Bro. I know Two they years ago, to keep it going, but I mean, the funniest thing was when Artur called their offlane position defense against the dark arts. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's just like we fight and we just rotate one dude into the next dude. And then last year, I told Bulba just kick two people, and he said who? And I said just draw, ev- put your name in a hat too, everyone's name. You know, <laughs> you Artur, Crit, Fly, Abed. Everybody's name goes in a hat like an RNG, mm-hmm. and then like you know, you survive the culling. Like two <laughs> people just get chopped. It doesn't matter. You just gracefully exit. It's very dispassionate and like unemotional. You know, just two people are gone, and we'll see what happens. And they told me, no, 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 team's good, team's good. Ah, fucking copium. <laughs> Team was not good. I, was... I think I think maybe he he maybe uh, follow, followed the idea there, but got the instructions wrong because then they somehow ended up with only two players left. So yeah, but even then, it was like better than I don't know. I just felt like they needed to do something drastic just because i felt like I they were so stagnant yes um what's really funny is i've asked our tour to soft join our team twice and this one he said he'd consider and then i just immediately signed 33 and then mm. he told me william you got my ass twice but if you come <laughs> knocking a third time i'm gonna go tell you to go fuck yourself wait twice because like, i asked him in this soft like join. a year ago yeah yeah, yeah. okay and after he told me to, yeah yeah and then he told me to go fuck myself essentially because so, he said the first one wasn't a real offer and the second one he was interested but you know i kind of didn't even give him the opportunity so he said if i come knocking a third time he's he's not answering is what he said and i said all right that's fair you know that, that one's kind that of on so me. much for leveraging your relationships to get people on the team yeah that one that one's dead <laughs> that, that, that one got burned yeah, yeah i mean i still I'm, have yeah. love for the boy just we're probably not i just don't see a world in which we work together sure which is kind of unfortunate because it was my dream to work with three people. Matsu, I wanted to work one more time with Matu and Jesse, which happened in a really roundabout way. I wanted mm. to work one time with Zai in my career, and I wanted to work one time with Artur in my career. And mm. somehow I got three out of four. But I'll, I'll get there. We'll see. The yeah, person I mean, I'd like to add to that list is Tofu. Now. I'd love to work with Tofu oh, yeah. somehow, some way. At one point, yeah. He 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 is a pretty cool dude from just my cool as fuck, interactions. Man. Just cool as fuck. <laughs> I remember I'm like I'm like leaving. What was it? ESL one Berlin, and he's just coming in from the night. I'm leaving at like eight nine a.m. or something like that. And like I feel like most people are coming in after after a night out eight nine a.m. They're like down to go the fuck to sleep or whatever you know. But like he just stood around. Talking to people, you know, he's just such a nice, friendly, chill dude. Just way too cool. Just way cooler than I am, you know, so. Yeah, way cooler than all of us, so. Yeah, that was, uh, somebody asked, was Whispering Consideration to replace Zai? He was. Yeah. He was indeed. He was quite yeah. high up there in the process, but unfortunately, 
you know, 33-1 is TI. So what can do? Uh, isn't oh yeah you you guys did that junk food run right? What was the best? Oh yeah, food we did. You had in your okay, the best food was I don't know. You know what my favorite food is? Like just to eat, it's French fries. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I fucking love that. fries. Yeah. But Nat is gluten intolerant, so <laughs> we just okay. couldn't. We just couldn't split fries. She's like, oh, I'll get the fries. I was like, okay. So you but just I ate really all the fries. She ate all the fries. I wanted the fries, but she was like, I'll take the fries. And I'm like, all right. So yeah. I just didn't get to eat any fries. It was really <laughs> quite upsetting. Huh. Okay. Uh, uh, is Insanio's chill as he comes off? Yeah, absolutely. He's, uh, he's, he's a wonderful boy. He's very he's very sweet and sensitive like me. We're very similar in that regard. I think we're both quite sensitive. And yeah. if he hears that he's going to be sensitive about it. <laughs> so it's like kind of a, you know, but he's yeah. he's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good boy. Uh anything else that I see blah 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 blah. blah. Oh, I think that was kind of it. Right, yeah, what what's it? scouting tier two players do you like do you do any of that yeah i mean we knew about ari for a long time yeah yeah, yeah. so um it's again it's actually part of the job that i enjoy the most i was talking to victor about it and i was thinking to myself if i could just build a team myself from scratch and not have like liquids resources and stuff like what's the next you know tier of team you know you know mm. what i mean like maybe if i had the resources of like I don't know. <sighs> you would like to build up, uh, like you would like to experience building a team from the ground up. That is a tier two up and comers sort of thing. Yes. Watch them be like the next gaming gladiators, right? They'll like team tickles or whatever they were back then. Mm-hmm. Something like that would be really fun. Yeah. Then it's like, for me, impressive. But at the same time, I should just be happy with the team that I have right now. Right. Sure. So, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like you, you know, like it probably can't be fun just being in the caster cabal and determining everyone's future. You know, at some point yeah. it's. Okay, is, is there. Do you have any spicy takes, by the way, about rosters? I saw that. Um... I saw what you would call it happen. Like, rosters. there's a bunch of random rosters. Uh. Uh, let's see. Looking through all the rosters, I was actually putting thing together. I mean, obviously, Falcons is pretty scary. Blacklist uh, bombed out already of their first one. That's uh, so funny. Did you see uh, Smash is back? Yeah. Yeah. Smash has me pastor. Uh, I mean, there is the 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 Chinese scene hasn't hasn't uh, like announced enough, right? There's like IG. But there's the the mystery Chinese team. Uh-huh. There's uh Fart Studios. See the new yeah. Fart Studios? Yeah. They got a they got Fear, TI winner. But then uh-huh. they also have this guy called Jaeger. Uh-huh. Who is that? Ob- obviously a Smurf. I uh <laughs> I I may have been I, I, I saw I was like, who the fuck is this? 
who the uh-huh. fuck is this person? And uh, and then I I looked. I was thinking around, and then I I may have gotten uh, a a little bit of a hint at who it might be because um, I was looking at the TI uh, ten finals to to see somebody's uh, inventory spot where they put their quelling blade. I see, and uh, that 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 may have given me a clue, but. I, I legitimately do not know who that person is. It's not uh, Faith Beyonders? That that yes, that was what I was alluding to. I see. <laughs> Which I don't know why if they're doing that, like whether they're keeping it under wraps, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, is what I I don't know where Brian is. He's on Liquid. What's Brian doing? I don't know. Drunk enough. There's Samael. I don't know what's going on with Enigma. I, I, I actually don't know any, like, team stuff, legitimately. Okay. Because I don't talk to people. So, uh, no, I don't really have any spicy takes. El Bozo. Yeah, what's your spicy take? I have none. I can't say. Because okay. I have well, to work actually, in the scene. Let me, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Let's take Team Spirit aside. Let's take Gaming Gladiators aside. Okay. Who, who do you think is your biggest threat in this upcoming season? Is it a team? Is it Falcons? Is it a team that's already announced? Or is it an unannounced team? Probably Gladiators. No, I'm taking Team Spirit and Gladiators out of it. Because, you know, uh, TI finalists, whatever. My spicy take is that I mm-hmm. actually think OG will be really good. Okay. Like, really, that's really fair. good. I think OG will be will be the hot will be the hot stuff. Yeah. I think I think they've got they've got some shit cooking. They got they got it in the pan. Okay. OG versus Team Liquid finals of ESL1 Kuala Lumpur. Looking forward to it. I don't know. You I kind of just like uh, Seb, so maybe I'm biased. Yeah, I, I think you're a little biased, but I I do think their their lineup looks really legit. Whether, I just, just question whether or not Whisper fits into the whole environment or not. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you gonna go another year of seconds? Run it back? <sighs> Fuck, man. I don't know. Like, th- two years ago, I would have fucking jerked off a lot of, like... <laughs> I would have jerked off an inanimate piece of wood just to get, like, anywhere in my yeah. career. And so getting to finals is the first step. I mean, that's another thing is like we're seeing year to year improvement, you know, first year I joined this team, like getting top six at majors. Obviously, we don't make TI, then we like do really well at TI, then we get like top three, two at everything and got top six at TI. So like there's a definite trend upwards. Yeah. You know, so in my mind, we're trying to get better. um, And hopefully we just continue to get better and then see what happens from there. I mean. I don't know. If if the rest of the year is like us getting second, as long as it's not the Quinn, that's life. You know, like I love that but boy. Then he's gonna be paying for dinners. Yeah, he's so sweet, actually. Uh, toxic ass pub player for sure. Uh, sure. Real piece of shit in pubs, but sweet boy. I'm talking like real toxic in pubs. But you know, <laughs> want to make absolutely clear: I do not condone Quinn's behavior. Yeah, I can be in friends pubs. with him and also think he's really shitty in pubs. He's 
griefed plenty of my games too. Yeah, I mean we're both friends with Reaction Slacks as well, so. Oh my god. Slacks is actually, you know what? I'm also not the best p- person to play pubs with, so I ain't even talking shit. <laughs> You know, I was really I good that. for like my last like forty games. I'm like twelve k behavior score, and I lost like a thousand by just <laughs> being. I don't know. I'm I, like Quinn was watching me play and crit, and they're like, because one of my players, you know, he in the pub, he just gave up and he queued up divine, and we ended up winning the game. But he just kept saying like, I don't know, I don't speak Spanish, but he was just mad, uh, and I got kind of mauled about that, um, <laughs> and then I was like, I gotta stop caring again. So now uh-huh. I just I just first pick Necro and I hope for the best. Well, you won the game that we were watching. Uh, somebody actually had a good question. What do you think about Team Secret? I am curious on your read uh, on that because everybody is already preemptively shitting all over them. They did lose to Alliance today, so people do have some ammo to be able to throw around. But people are saying, you know, you know, you know the community. They think Chrysalis made uh, second place at TI purely off of luck, and Boom is. A name that apparently they they cannot stand to see on their beloved secrets. So. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I feel like Puppy's kind of starting from scratch a little bit, in the yeah. sense of like, uh, obviously they're having uh, how do I say it? Like, there's a lot more competition to get people onto your rosters than there was two years ago. You know, back then it was enough to be Puppy, and now. They have to restart it a bit, the process, because in the past it was like there was no game in, there was no tundra, so it was easier to make tournaments. And if you joined a puppy team, you were pretty much going to the tournament. That was yeah. a trade-off, right? Uh, you, and nowadays, you did not need a salary in some ways because you yeah. knew you're going to be making, uh, you know, at least hundred k off of prize winnings alone, guaranteed. Precisely, and so now it's a bit harder, uh, and the scene is just a lot more difficult, which is good, you know. For Dota, but at the same time, like it's going to be a bit harder for him to attract talent in the same way. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, we'll see if he can do it again. I don't know. Puppy's kind of living the thing that I just said I wanted to live. You know, where you start from zero and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, if he like if he manages to get back into a position of like, I mean, he already has like a goaded career of like insane accomplishments for longevity it's like near unheard it pretty much is unheard of uh because now kuro unless kuro manages to bounce back like puppy was the guy who was able to achieve the most amount of success given his period of uh of playing no nobody is ever going to be able to touch that i think i don't know so, man it's going to be us <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be liquid yeah just give us six months. Yeah, you guys gotta go get a like a five five TIs in a row or something. Yeah, you have no okay. fucking idea, bro. Okay, don't sleep Looking on me and my boys. Five time TI winner, Team Liquid, best coach in the world, Blitz Dota. Huge penis, ladies love him. All right, enjoy your pub. Thank you.